Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Yeah, this is a good one here. The guys from Verse One Foundation, a basketball league in Austin, join me. And we got to talk about some good stuff. But let's go. Well, uh, my name is uh, Je- uh, Jeff Harner. I'm from Austin, Texas. Uh, I, I have an alias of G. Cole. I'm uh, currently on the Verse One Federation channel as the second ranked uh, from via app. Uh, second ranked player in the Federation. And uh, next to me here is Big Bro. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey Justin, I'm Jonathan. We, uh, we started the first one Federation YouTube channel. Happy to talk, man. Thanks for giving us the chance. Oh man, I um I actually just discovered you guys. I hate to admit that, but I followed that up with saying that uh I'm obsessed and I've been on YouTube <laughs> the last three or four days just like going crazy. Yes, sir. Uh, you found some of the one on one videos, is that what you were saying? <laughs> yes, sir, yes sir. Oh, good, man. Uh, what did you, what, what games did you, or did you, any game you really like? The first, the first one I watched was the, um, was it the Hooks and B-Swish? Oh, damn, yeah. That was a good one. And then I kind of, yeah, I was hooked after that, and, uh, you know, I, of course, the D-Train, uh, and the man, that was a good one. Hipster Kobe was entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we have... Our channel just kind of organically grew into there's either like really competitive basketball one-on-one games and then sometimes we just have like some of our characters that are like repeat characters. So it's just kind of this web series where you get to know the people on another level than just, you know. Yeah, man. I'll tell you what, let's um, let's go ahead and start from the beginning and uh, tell me how uh, the aha moment, the idea and how this came about. So at the time, uh, the, the year was about 2009, I believe, 2010, kind of that, around that time. Um, I, I started up a semi-professional team coming back from playing in Kosovo, uh, professionally overseas. And uh, I ended up uh, coming up with an idea with the Austin Knights, and that was part of the UPA, which is kind of what John and I are collaborating with right now. But, uh, but long story short, uh, I, I did the league for a year. John was kind of there with the camera. He showed great, interesting camera work and editing. Like he just said, how he catches characters is amazing. You know what I mean? And uh, so, anyways, uh, after I kind of just like that, eh, kind of burned out from the situation with that, John was like, Jeff, I got this idea. It's the Mortal Kombat of basketball. And I, I looked at it, I was like, pretty cool idea. So, 
so uh, John kept kind of going with the idea. Got an office downtown, uh, right off pretty close to 6th Street. Had a studio. First guy on camera was uh, Cato, as you may have already seen. Have yeah. you seen him, Justin? I have, yes, sir. Yeah, Cato's a very interesting character, uh, but kind of kind of set it off, you know. And uh, John here, big bro, he's actually the guy, but he's the first guy to play game one of verse one versus Michael Griffin is his name. Mm -hmm. Not the football player, but okay. this guy that's working at the Y for doing most of our games. Uh, shout out to the YMCA in Boston for being very supportive of what we're doing. Uh, just to kind of throw that in there. But anyway, so John started that, and I'm going to let him take it from there. Because he, he has a, you know, a little more of a history. Well, was. For me, I guess it was probably when I was about 13 or 14, I got into uh, playing one-on-one -on -one basketball. And uh, I was never even a basketball fan. That's kind of what the weird thing about it. I didn't watch basketball. I didn't keep up with basketball. But I got hooked on one-on-one. -on -one. And then I was like, started to wonder, how come no one done like a one-on-one, -on -one, you know, like venue or something? Because I was in love with one-on-one and not necessarily the five-on-five -five aspect. But when Jeff came to me and he was like doing this thing on, on a professional level with basketball players that I knew had talent, my wheels were turning like, hey, this is an opportunity to start doing some kind of, you know, one-on-one -on -one working with this guy. So I pitched it to a couple friends and sitting around a campfire, we just, I, was, I got Michael Griffin, the guy we were just talking about. I got him to agree to play with play one-on-one and so we played the first game I put it on camera and man basically ever since then we just kept it going because game one game two game three game four and uh for a while man in the beginning you know there was nobody else on YouTube doing one-on-one and there was nobody doing anything like what we were doing so our channel in the beginning like kind of like took off it, it, it really peaked out and then some things happened that kind of tripped me up a little bit on a personal level and like I wasn't able to put out videos as much for a long period of time and a lot of the traction that we originally had coming out of the gate we lost and so that was just a sort of like big blow to me and I was like do I let the thing fold or do I keep on you know keep fighting through the rough time and try to get through that Hopefully something else will get, get, get us some traction again. And uh, yeah, just full circle now, Jeff is doing something else similar, but like on a higher level. And so we're just kind of collaborating. And it, it benefits me to videotape these guys playing five on five, but that's where their priority is in the teams. And, and then my audience that I've created over time, you know, they love to do the one-on-one. -on -one. So now they're seeing the one-on-one and -on -one, the UBA kind of like marriage project together. And I think it's just a good look for both of us. That's where we're at now. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's the first thing I thought when I seen it was, why why hasn't this been done before? And uh, man, these guys are geniuses. That was the first two things. <laughs> so tell me, um. All right, let's go. Let's go. Some personal questions. Where did uh, where'd you guys grow up individually? We'll go with you first, Jeff. Okay. Hey, yeah. So, uh, man, I'm, I'm actually born and raised here in Austin. You know, and uh, I've been all around the world. You know, I've lived in China for a year and some months, just recently. So, I mean, I 
being an Austinite and coming back to Austin. It's a great thing, but it's, it's tough. But, John, you want to go ahead and answer where you grew up at? I, uh, I was born here at St. David's in 1979. <laughs> and, uh, I grew up, spent most of my life right off of Kramer Lane, near, uh, closer to where Parkfield is. I don't know if maybe some of your audience is from Austin. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, we got a, especially the music side. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, I grew up right between Kramer and Breaker Lane. And um, I lived in San Antonio about 2001, but I wound up getting my video production uh, skills from when I was in San Antonio. Basically, just got a job in a production company, stayed there for a long time, and sort of learned how to do video editing. But um, yeah, that's where I'm from. I went to, we were right at the edge of the football district, so I wound up going to like Farmer Lane Elementary and Westview Middle School and Cookville High School right before Conley popped up. Okay, cool. And Jeff, um, what high school did you go to? I grew up in 2387, 23. That's 5'8. It's all about the 23. You know, and also all about the area code. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 5'8. I went to, you know, private school right here off camera road. focus of this uh this uh podcast for sure um are either one of you guys um movie fans i was in uh downtown at apd at, at court and they called richard link that his name he wasn't there so <laughs> okay man that <laughs> everybody, everybody in the room kind of fucked up like oh richard <laughs> that's pretty awesome give me your favorite director 
Man, whenever, when anybody ever asks me that, the first person that pops into my head is Stanley Kubrick. Of course. Just because, just because of the way he like, set up the camera, just the balance, and just, I don't know, man. I think he had a way of bringing you to his world, and it, it was very uh, honest, but creepy. And I don't know, I, he, he's somebody that pops in my head. Of course, I like Spielberg and all of the, a lot of the hate. You know, I grew up, 80s were like my magic time, but I'm a magic formative years. So, like anybody that was big, Ron Howard, Peter Spielberg, you know, the list goes on and on. Yeah, man, I think uh, we could definitely probably talk 80s movies and directors uh, for about four hours. That's definitely my wheelhouse as well. My son is 14, and for a good five or six years, I had been looking at all the 80s movies, all the Schwarzenegger stuff, Terminator, <laughs> Alien, everything that we had in the, in the 80s that we loved. <laughs> all of the big, you know, even like Breakfast Club and all of that kind of stuff. Just, I put him through it, so he's come out 14 years old, living in our time, but he, he has a glimpse of the world back then. He has an What is your favorite uh, restaurant in Austin? No, I would. I actually want that right this moment. Yeah, yeah. Actually, during South by, that's a little spot we like to grab. One of y'all, do y'all remember the um, place that was by the uh, Highland Mall called Stallions? Yes, I do. Man, that was uh, that was one of my favorite spots to duck off to. Yeah, yeah, right over there by the fish market. Um, I'm actually. I'm from uh, Hillsboro, Texas. Right there, we're 35. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I got to Austin um, in 2000 and... Uh, man, what is this? We're in 19. So probably about 2008, 2009, I was doing music. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And I... See, the, the Frost Tower came up. 
because you got here the first time with the RSP. So this popped up kind of before, more like 2004. Really, you came right before a lot of the crazy, like, condo, California. I got, I got to Austin right as um Rainy Street was um I actually oh, yeah. I stayed on Rainy Street in a house and it was a normal neighborhood and then within like about a year and a half it was done it was done. Cool, that's a cool perspective to have. Man, there was we could have a whole we we should actually do a whole podcast on um stories from Austin we could tell because yeah I got some from Rainy Street that was unbelievable. We used to throw oh it was fun. Good times. Hey, we do ghost I was born on Halloween. I was born on Halloween. So I, I, I talk to the ghosts. John, don't talk about your subjects. Born on Halloween. That seat from that left at three AM before the jurisdiction over the For this 2019 hold for verse one. Oh man, this has to be the most interesting time because a whole bunch of things happened at once. Like when when Jeff went to China, he, he called me telling me he bought it, he bought into a UBA franchise. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, like how are you gonna manage that shit? I don't know. To me, it was like, I was completely skeptical. But at the same time, I was like, all right, yeah. You know, he, he wasn't happy. He wasn't like me. Maybe I should do this. You know, he was like, all right, it was done. So I was like, well, I got you back. I'm going to help you anywhere I can. And then the more we talked about it, we just like, we looked at all the potential headaches and all the fires. And we like, well, let's just do it at the same place once a week at the same time so just to take out all the miscommunication shit that always happens you know so I think that was a big once we got that settled it was like okay well I just show up at the same time I do my thing and it's good it's a good look for both of us you know he gets video production on the UBA and I have guys that are looking at my content going okay we got on another level like up the stakes so it was a perfect uh, collaboration why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them with royal caribbean you don't just go to the beach you visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in north america you don't just go for a road trip you atv and zip line through the jungle you don't just go somewhere new you rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How did y'all feel the first time that a video hit a million? You know what? The funny thing about that, man, was the, the video that blew up the most, there was nothing specific 
about that video that I can say why it took off compared to other videos. You just care? Nope. It was Red versus um, Justin. That's right. It was just a random game. We were doing a lot of games. We just, you know, one or two a week. But this one particular game, I don't know why. I'm sure there's a reason. Like, I'm sure somebody tweeted it or somebody, you know, I don't know to this day, but that shit, like, took, just took off. <laughs> like, two million views, over two million views on that. But also, people just fell in love with this dude named D Train. And <laughs> so, like, we had these two separate things from the beginning. Like, we had, like, D Train's gonna go off, like, just his personality. People like that. So I had a group of people that just wanted to watch D Train, and then I had a group of people that were like, oh, this is a cool niche, one on one basketball. So, and I think we're still, we still have that flavor to what we do. And we still have D Train, and obviously you just saw D Train's first win, so that's like nine years in the making. Yeah, you know, that's that's part of my training too. Man. I do a little uh, here in Austin at the moment, just I do skill development for for kids. So oh. I was like, man, D Train's got all the foundation. You know, working on his shot, working on his ability, his dribbling. It just got better, you know. And I'm not gonna take all credit, but he worked really hard. But D Train learned a few things. So I showed him. He learned how to become a winner. Yes, winner. Because D Train could have won many games. But he didn't just take it, if that makes sense. Oh, no, absolutely. He would always, like, almost win. And then he would somehow figure out a way to, like, he would strategically <laughs> figure out a way to lose. You know what I mean? Like, I'll say, just start raining 50 footers for no reason. <laughs> I, I gotta say something, man, real quick, man. So it's, it's something that we represent, man, that, that John's talking about with D Train. Yeah, that's what we are, you know. The, uh, Beside all the like, try to you know, be famous with this, you know, trying to make it big. It's not really about that. With John and I, we're more like, hey, it's out there. It's an opportunity. We have an app. If you go to the app store on either an iPhone or Android, you can find the One v One Basketball app. That's exactly what you type: One v One Basketball. Anyone can get on there. So one of the teams, the Austin Greeners, one of my teams that I've invested in, John is doing a lot of work with as well. We are making that literally a non-politics professional team. How do, how do you do that, guys? Well, we have literally all one-on-one players, our top one-on-one players on one team. And guess what? They're six and one right now. Technically, they're six and no in the division. So it's like that, you don't have to worry about a coach saying, oh, you're not tall enough or blah, blah, blah. We have a system with what we're doing if you really look into it. And my, my whole, my role with the Green is about saying nothing to them about basketball. I show up with the camera and they just win games. John just throws deuces or just points Because we already, we already brought them up through one-on-one battles. So these were like the guys that were winning one-on-one battles. Right around the same time that Tinder was like new. It's a technology of being able to meet somebody that's in your area, you know what I mean? It's the same basic premise, like, you go on the app, you uh, get a challenge, and you meet up another baller, and you play one-on-one. 
Yeah, that's inc- yeah, that's incredible. It produces a rating, so you actually have a rating attached to your name. And the more games you win, your the rating goes up. So, so yeah, the idea is to build a federation where people all over can rise up and you know come onto our multimedia platform, get drafted onto a team. So that it's just not a bunch of loopholes. You know, when you think about how you get how you play pro ball, well, you got to go to college and you got to get these stats, and you know, it's kind of difficult for a lot of guys to do. So we, you know, part of what we have is solution that just can ball. Period. At the end of the day, that's all we want to know. We don't care where you're from or, or what your background is, or you know whether you have a felony. It doesn't matter. What we only care about can you ball. I don't wish technology was around when I was a kid for many things. I, I couldn't find enough games, so that's incredible. And I'll tell you what, guys, before we head out today, we'd like to play a game where I ask you some random questions. If you just uh, give me, it's uh, going to be this or that. You give me the answer. You want to go uh, Jeff first and then uh, John second. Jeff, you give your answer. John, you give your answer. That's cool. Let's do Minister Society or Boys in the Hood. Uh, I'll say Boys in the Hood. I'll say Boys in the Hood, too. How about Garth Brooks or George Strait? Garth Brooks. Same. Dolly Parton or Reba McIntyre? Dolly Parton. Okay. <laughs> How about Half Baked or Pineapple Express? I'm going to say Pineapple Express. Half Baked. Alright. Jordan or LeBron? Jordan. Jordan out of respect. John Stockton or Damian Lillard? Oh, John Stockton. Number 12, for sure. No, I would give it to the Damian Lillard. How about Ben Simmons or Kyle Kuzma? I'll say Ben Simmons, I guess, because he tells like he might be my kid, but I don't know. So, fellas, um, is there anything else you want to talk about? Anything else you want to say to the people before we head out tonight? Well, yeah, we... We'd love to have you come to our, one of our games, and you know we do a we do a press interview afterwards. It would be cool to see you out there and introduce you and your podcast to our subscribers. But of course, anybody listening that wants to come check out what we're building, you know we're on the ground floor right now, and uh, we, there's a there's a there's a nice energy right now. So you know, come check us out. count on me coming that's uh very exciting like i said i'm a fan already and i would love to be a part of it in any way that i could we'll get you the vip the vip seat. hey man <laughs> only one little corner we'll also get 
We'll also give you a, a ball and a phone too. Uh, and we'll get you buy you a drink on us. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll tell you. We're gonna plug it up for some 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 weeks or something. And I really appreciate you, man. I appreciate what you're doing and pursuing. And you know, shout out to your audience, man. Hey, we we want to promote what everybody's doing there. Whether you're rapping, you know, doing a podcast. We're yeah. very complimentary. Yeah, we're very complimentary to what others are doing. And we understand it's not easy work. We're, we're, again, I make it sound like, yeah, if you want to ask executive, blah, blah, blah. But that's a big name. We're not operating, but, you know, on a few quarters and dimes. Am I right? I mean, I'm looking right now. Bridge right Bang. It's not easy out here in the street, so we're always looking for the We're looking for the fun to please. Keep it the Yeah, dude, that's pretty much it, man. I think we're anything else? Yeah, that was good Yeah, man. Appreciate that, Good question. That's a fun game, too. Yeah, man. I want to say shout out to Zeke, who's a real good friend of mine. I don't know if you've seen any of his videos. On verse one, he's pretty famous on there. Uh, he's currently keeping on still prison right now, but it's his, his young daughter, and Freezy, who say it every game. Uh, his daughter, Tahani, unfortunately passed away, um, you know, accidentally. And it's just a very sad thing. Uh, it's been real tough doing all this stuff, man. Dealing with all the We had these things that happened too, and it's a family that we have going on there. So a lot of what you see on the channel, there's a lot more going on that you couldn't even understand. Yeah, but you know, it, it we've gotten close, we've been through a lot in the family, so and we realize that there's a bigger family out there and you know, wanna be a part of and and, not, and one more thing we've uh, we pushed, I wanna say I think it's awesome now that there's finding more discovery. Uh, we we've done a road trip one time. I don't know just if you really followed it. We had a road trip where we uh, and it's just, I'm sorry. Yeah, we uh, we did. We did a spine. It was a spinal injury foundation. It was an awareness tour. Basically, it was just me and Jeff traveling to Florida. It was, it was our first call out. Somebody in Tallahassee, Florida, just called us out on video. Stefan, <laughs> Stefan called me out. Okay, so they're like, dude, let's do a call out tour and go play this guy. And then we just. We just did an awareness tour and we went to every single state and we played one on one off of I 10. Everything was everything off of I 10. We in Alabama, New Orleans. We played in Shakespeare yeah, Park in New Orleans. Yeah. We went to, uh, what was the one in Alabama? <laughs> oh, we went to, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we went to, uh, <laughs> it had a different name. That was a, a few years ago, so. Go for Mississippi. Then, but this is But you can check out it's called the five state tour. Yep. And it's me and this goofball next to me driving all the way to Florida. And just, it's a good time. Funky, you know? That's right, man. So, they don't, we don't win them all. You know, today. <laughs> I, I, win, I got my ass. I, I win a lot of games, man, but I don't know. Too much foster spirit, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, he thought it would be a good idea to drink a foster the game that I watched um, of uh, Jiko and Kengo, you actually won that one. Oh, oh okay. Oh, That's part of the tour. 
Man, I you actually saw when I tell you I was in a deep dive, like I literally have probably spent oh, about seven hours in the past couple days just. Oh, smoke! That's beautiful, man. I didn't even. That's awesome. That's, that's the game to start. That's the start point of the uh, go. Yeah. <laughs> man, that was tough at the end there, man. I watched the other games; those were terrible. But there was a whole point to that whole tour, and that's just kind of like to raise awareness that there is things that are being done in the field of like stem cells. There's a lot of hope for people that have, you know, had injuries that maybe at one time they couldn't work on for whatever reason. Now, you know, there's a lot, and so we just want to kind of put a light on some of the advancements. And especially this organization that's trying to really promote that. I always say, you know, we got to put positive energy in and do good things. So, man, salute to that, guys. Salute to you. Thank you. We'll definitely give you a shout out uh, on our next video. Uh, usually, I'm either hosting a rep band or whatever. And coordinate with Jeff and we'll have you come out to the game and everything. And it'll be, it'll be a nice little interview with you or something. Hey, sounds good. And I can't wait to do it, guys. Um, I know y'all have a lot to do, and I hope I didn't take too much of your time, but thank you so much for coming on. Take care, fellas. See, I told you I had a good one for you. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And uh, check out the page. We got some other Texas athletes. We got an interview with a uh, Texas high school state championship team. Uh, I won't reveal that yet. I got an interview with a uh, boxer. Won't reveal that yet. You guys run over to the page and check it out. It's all for real podcast on iTunes. You can uh, Google it and find it. Remember to tell a friend to tell a friend and then tell that friend to tell another friend. Put it in an email. Guys, take care. I'm Justin from All For Real Podcast, and I can't wait to see you back next weekend. So remember, put positive energy into the air because a positive mentality is kinetic. And just chill to the next episode.